Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Services. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, you can get involved by calling 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663, or email us, church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and put your name in town, name in town on your emails. Happy Easter, by the way, and good morning. Happy Easter to everybody here. Yeah, this is a nice day. Happy Easter. And make sure you turn your phones off and stuff like that. Um, today I want to talk about Christ. Um, what does he mean to you? How do you see him? And the reason I want to do this because for the last 21 years, I've realized that I had the wrong impression of who he was or who he is. And because I had the wrong impression because of the teaching, I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to uh, live the life that he intended for us to live because I had a wrong impression of who he was. And we have all heard about him at some point, right? <coughs> who have not heard about Christ, a man named Christ? Okay, so everybody have heard about him. And I just, before I get into trying to give you an example of who he is, I want to uh, get an idea about how do you see him, your impression of who he is, all right? Uh, and then we'll talk about Christ and who he is. Um, you, got, you, you realize that this is Easter Day, right, today? Yes. And you knew that I would be asking this question in advance, right? Anybody have heard me for one minute, you knew I was going to be asking this question, right? Yeah. And so I'm sure you thought, wow, when he asked me, here's what I'm going to say. Did you think about that, Stephanie? No. <laughs> so if you did not go to you first, you heard about Christ before. Yes. And you believed about him. Yes. Do you believe in him? Um, no. I mean, I realized I thought I did, but right. I realized by coming here that I don't. Oh, well, who is he? Um, he's God's son. He came. He came down. God. God sent him down here to be an example for us and right. to spread the word about God and to take on our sins. And take our our sins. And so, what does that mean to you? Um, seems like at, at that time we were all forgiven, like we had a clean slate. But so we can like do good and we'll be like good, like God wants us to, or. Right. Stay the same as we were. Oh, okay. And you believe that, right? Yes. But it has not affected your life at all. Um, it does, and then I, I think about it, and I and it, and I go, oh wow, and then I forget about it again. Yeah, my whole life. <laughs> you think, oh wow, and then you go back to your hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, Christ is a good guy. <laughs> okay. Or I see things about it, and I go, oh wow, that was something. All right. Now let me ask a guy so that I can be fair in this. How about you, uh, Ted? You've thought about Christ before, Ted? Behind you. I have. And who is he to you? Uh, I've, I've been thinking about it this week. Actually. That's a big Bible you have. So you should know all about him. Very good Bible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, actually, I thought, I thought about it yesterday and you knew I would ask that today, yes, right? Yes, I did, yeah. and, and this morning. And I think that um, 
I think. You Christ. believe in him? Yes, I do. Okay. Who is he to you? He, he is forgiveness. He is the one that makes forgiveness, who made forgiveness possible for us. That's it? That's what He went like this. That's it? Isn't that enough? Okay, so he is forgiveness, and he is the one that made forgiveness possible for us. That's right. And you think that's enough? I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying you said that's enough. Uh, I don't know. Has that helped you? Um, yeah, I think it has. In what way? Well, um, I'm not going to be hard on you guys today since it's Easter. <laughs> <laughs> so you can relax. I'm not going to really challenge you today. So no one has to get mad at me today. Did you know I realized that I only have friends until I tell my friends the truth and they become my enemy? Have you noticed that? <laughs> that is so true. And I used to read about that in the Bible when, uh, when they said, well, you know, my, Paul and those guys said that their, their friends were only their friends until they told them the truth. The church only liked the disciples when they, until they told them the truth. But when they told them the truth, the donations went down. <laughs> no phone calls. No donkey rides or anything anymore. But anyway, go ahead. So how has that helped you knowing that about him? Um, because uh, I lived a very, very wicked life. Very, very sinful life. And um, there have been times that I thought that, uh, you know, I was just beyond forgiveness, and, um, and I don't believe that's true anymore. I, I think that what he did... Speak up a little bit for me, Ted. And I don't believe that that's, that I felt condemned, right? Right. And uh, I, don't, I don't believe that anymore, that his, what he did, at, I believe what he did on the cross <clears throat> is sufficient. Uh, Redemption um, for my not only my sins but everybody's sins. So are you free now? I'm a lot more freer than I used to be. But you're not free. Uh, I don't know. I think you'd have to define free. What? I think you'd have to define free. <laughs> you don't know what free means. Well, I don't know what you're meaning by it now. Don't worry about what I mean. Listen, this is fun today. This is Easter eggs and stuff like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know one thing I like about the Eastern ho Easter holiday? The traffic is light. It's like all the Jews go somewhere, and the traffic is light. <laughs> Have you noticed that? I didn't know that there were that many Jews in this city. I'm on the freeway on Friday. Oh, what was that? Thursday and Friday. It was like almost empty. So I asked someone at the gym, why is the freeway so empty? And nobody's at the gym. They're like, it's a Jewish holiday. And I'm like, what? The Jews have that much control? Is it that many Jews around? Have you guys noticed that? Wow, so I like Easter for that reason. Nobody at the gym and nobody on the freeway. Oh, sorry, you're a Jew, right? No. But uh, I, I feel fear than I've ever felt in my life. Oh, you do? So. Oh, okay. It, have you thought about Jesus before? Um, yes, actually, okay. I thought about thought, <laughs> thought about Jesus. And what does he but, mean to you? What, what do you know Jesus, about him? How do you see him? Jesus, um, right now, 
he he was he came representing God to the earth. Men needed someone to physically come to earth okay. and do miracles, demonstrate magic from God, and come back to life after death. That's a big thing. And did that help you? Well, Has that I, helped you? Yeah, I, I like it. You like it? Yes. But it hasn't done anything for you? We need a man that, we need that. We need to have a man that came back after death. That right. Performed miracles. Absolutely. Did things. And has that helped you? Well, it helps me. Yeah, it does help me. In what way? Because I don't, uh, I feel bad about the people that died in my family. Yeah. I never handled death that well. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm glad there's the possibility of life after death. So you're not afraid of death anymore? Well, I don't, I didn't, I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying I like the idea that there's a possibility of life after death. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, that's important. Are you, are, you, are you afraid to die? Um, I'm not really anxious to die. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you, buddy. I don't know much about it. <laughs> I'm not either. Are you free? Free? I, I don't know what free, I'm, like I said, I'm not sure what free is. Oh, okay. Right. Did you have your hand? Yeah, I was just thinking when you were asking that question. I know it's like older folks, like, they don't, they, don't, they don't seem like they're afraid to die. They, like when they get old and about oh, yeah. to die, they don't seem afraid. I think because they're on medication and they can't feel any pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, you heard of Jesus before? Yes, I have. And what do you, how do you see him? I see him as my savior. Your savior? Okay. Savior from what? From the sins, but I mean, um, speak from, up a little bit for me. Um, from all the sins that we, you know, he, he came to save the world, or from all the sins that we've committed. Yeah. And has that helped you? Yes, it has. In, in what way? Um, when I, it, it helped me go through take the right steps, the positive steps that I wanted to to, to be like him or to to walk the, the walk basically. When you say be like him, how is he? Um, perfect, perfection. Yeah. And you like to be perfect? I would love to be, but... But what? <laughs> I, I have a long way to go. That you do? There's no, there's, there's no such thing as perfection. There is no such thing as perfection? Perfection. There is, it doesn't exist? It does exist. Oh, but what? We could be like him, yeah. but... <coughs> when you say you have a long ways to go, what do you mean by that? Um, <coughs> well, to, to actually be, to walk the walk, basically, to, to do a godly thing or to, to walk, you know, to do things that I'm supposed to as a Christian. Oh, okay. And how do you know how long the walk is? You have to go. I wouldn't know. It's 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 all spiritual. I would I would say that I have to go through it, and I'll be I'll I'll know when I get there. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, Wayne, how about you? You heard of Jesus before? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, your name is Wayne too? Oh no. But I'll take you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You heard of? Yeah, there's no problem. Go ahead. You heard of Jesus before? Uh, yes. What do you know about him? How do you see him? As my Savior. 
Your savior? Yeah. From what? Uh, like she said, for, for all these things that was going in the world. And uh, he came in and changed a lot of things. Right. And um, actually, uh, the transformation from the old Bible to the new Bible, I mean, uh, there was a saying that, uh, I'm sorry, English is not my first language, so I was just yeah. going to try to no problem. You're doing translate well. it. Uh, eye for eye, and there was a lot of things that was going back then, and he came and uh, made a lot of change about how Christians should behave, uh, die for us, and uh, actually, uh, that's what I know about um, do you believe in him? Yes. And has it helped you in any way to believe in him? Yes. Are you, are you becoming perfect? No. You're not becoming perfect. So how has it helped you to believe in Jesus? Just that uh, there was a time that I was uh, very involved in, uh, in church and stuff like that. And my life was very easy. It was easier then uh, when I start doing certain things, right. uh, like getting in trouble and stuff like that. Right. So I know that now I can see the difference between wrong and right. Uh-huh. I understand so, uh, that. Uh, it's all about choice now. Do you believe you can be perfect? If I make the right choice, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Wayne, I know you've been thinking about it now. Are you thinking about it? You heard of Jesus before? Not heard of Jesus. I'm sorry? Yes, I am. And what do you, how do you see him? I'm sure Rhonda told you this morning. I don't see him in any particular way. You don't? No. You don't see him in any particular way? No, because I, I mean, I, I, you see examples of Jesus, but I, you know, physically have experienced to Jesus through the years. You have not? No. Um, what is an example of Jesus that you see once in a while? Just the different images of, that people have of Jesus, you know. Um, and I just look at that as that's different people's image. I don't know what Jesus truly looks like. Oh, okay. So you don't believe in him? I didn't say that. I just said I didn't believe in Jesus. I just said I've just it's it's um it's it's just kinda of tough to believe in uh or get to know someone that you, you know, that you never that you've never really seen before. Right. Yeah. So do you believe in him? Yeah. You believe in him, but it's tough to believe in someone that you've never seen before. Well, I mean, you think it's and no you have an experience of him, but you've seen examples of him. How do you believe yeah. in him? I just believe that, the, you know, I believe there is a Jesus. Oh, I see. You yeah. believe about him. Yes. But not in him. Right. Oh, okay. I just didn't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very interesting, man. Um, do you want to believe in him? Yes. You do? Okay. That's very interesting. How long have you realized that you didn't believe in Jesus? How, how long have you known that? I'd say, you know, probably the last 
20, 40 years of my life, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that a problem for you? No. No. Mm -hmm. So when your wife is bugging you about, about doing the right thing, um, does she realize you can only do what you do because you don't believe in Jesus? Does she know that? Is she aware of that? Well, I believe in the principles, you know, but uh, in, in, in right and wrong, you know, it's a, I don't have an issue with that. Okay. Most people don't believe in Jesus. Do you know that? No. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. 99.99.9. I'm going to joke about it now. Uh, let me go to, how about you? Yeah, you believe in Jesus? I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm -mm. You heard about him? I, I think similar to my dad. I, I do, I believe he existed. I believe his role in Christian religion. But I always think of it as him as like, uh, obviously an example of God, so I just kind of believe in God and think of them as one and the same, whether that's right or wrong. I think I see examples of God every, you know, in life. Yeah. I don't always see, I don't think I see things of Jesus. Oh, okay. But I do believe he exists and I do believe that he, what his purpose here was, but it's, I don't feel any connection. Oh, okay. What was his purpose? I think he was here to, um, to be a living, breathing example of what God's will is. And his existence sets the tone of, of the religion, you know, and the, the things we should, how to behave and how to, to live righteously. Oh, okay. And, and the reason you believe that is what? From just from what I've read and heard and learned about his existence. It, it, it mirrors what I believe about in God and I guess religion itself, and so I, I believe that he could, that he was here to be the manifestation. Do you guys hear her? Oh, okay. This is so exciting to me. Isn't this something? Yes. Yeah. Only John and I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Um, Superman, you you heard about Jesus? Time or two. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Brian. Right. Oh, you don't like Superman? <laughs> well, I'd like to know who the guy is. You know, Superman. All these years. <laughs> Why can't you just accept Superman? You accept Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you never ask, what's Snoop Dogg's real name? Or Cool Mo D. <laughs> I take my glasses off. I can't see anything. I get beat up, though. That's... Oh, you're the only Superman has to keep them on, huh? You've heard about Jesus before. Yeah, a few times. And your impression of him is what? Uh, my impression of him? Uh-huh. How do you see him? I see him as um, how, how, how it, the potential to affect my life. I see him as somebody who's right here in this room uh, through the Holy Spirit. I see his spirit still here. And he came to earth a couple thousand years ago to set an example but, um, and, and, and to fulfill a mission. But they, he's still around. He's still, he is the, the, through the Holy Spirit, he can come into your life and affect your life. How does that help you? Uh, not a whole lot. But I see that, <laughs> I, I see, I, I can see it in glimmers. It's kind of like I'm looking through 
a glass wall or a fence and it's on the other side. Oh. I see it in people. It's why I'm here today. I see it in you, Jesse. I see, I see a spirit. It's a subtle kind of a spirit. It doesn't do uh, cartwheels and uh, shoot off um, fireworks, but it's, uh, it's a subtle spirit that I can recognize. But, um, so do you believe in him? I, I believe that he exists, but I don't believe that he's in me. Oh, okay. I believe there's other spirit in me that's stronger than that spirit. But it's something that I aspire to. Oh, okay. I appreciate the honesty, man. Wayne and Wayne's daughter. You'll get it right one day. What? So you'll get it right one day. I know, huh? Don't yell at me, Rhonda. I can't even... Uh, Kenya. Kenya's name. I don't judge. <laughs> I must have been old all my life because I've had, I run it. I've always had this issue, right? Yeah. Um, so you want to believe in him, but you don't at this point. Yeah, there's other, there's other things that pull on me that are stronger than that. Oh, okay. Um, but I see, I see glimmers of it. I see when I do listen to my inner knowing, I see that it leads me to a good place, and that when I follow the darkness, I see also where that leads me to. Do you pray? I do. You do? Do you I do the do. quiet prayer, sit still I and do. pray? I do. But uh, I, I haven't had a breakthrough, you know, quote unquote, that, that, that you know, changes your spirit. Oh, okay. But I know that it exists. Because I see it, I see it in other people's lives. I've seen right. it happen. Yeah, it does exist. That's for sure. Um, interesting. Have you guys learned anything from this already? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What'd you get from it? Me. Uh huh. Well, what you've heard already? You believe it? Who is Jesus to you? You heard about him, right? Uh, yes. And you knew I was going to ask this question this morning. No. You didn't know. No, I didn't. Okay. And so, how do you see him? Uh, well, you know, that's the history you read in the Bible about Jesus. And uh, what strikes me is uh, he, he, he died for me. <coughs> he did. And, uh, you know, to be accused and crucified and have no guilt in you, uh, you know, and, and like I said, he died for me. This is, I mean, what comes to mind is the, I mean, love, unparalleled love. You've never seen anything like this before, and I don't think anything ever happened like that afterwards. But, uh, uh, but I you, think... You think that Jesus loved you? Yes. You do? Yeah. How many people think Jesus loved them? Interesting. But I would like to Isn't say. Interesting. I would like to. I got to ask the Bible go-to guy about this. Can I, say, <laughs> can I say one more thing? Is there any? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I think of him, and I don't know. I, I would like to. I, I don't know how to say that. I think of him, and then I pray so that God would show me how he really, who he really is. So, do you believe in him? Uh, yes. In him, more about him than in him. I would really want to know more. You about believe him. in him? Yeah, I believe. Uh, 
No, more, I, I think, no, I know more about him. Do you believe in, in, in him? him? Do you believe in him? No. You don't believe in him? Well, I, would, I wish to, I want to. Yep, but you I don't, really the answer is no? Well, I, you know what, it hasn't been shown to me. Do you believe in him? Well, <laughs> it comes down to this. I'm about to lose about another him friend. In him. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. Do you believe in him? I wish to know that to believe in him. So obviously I don't. I and want so to know. Is that a yes or no, man? Yeah, okay. Well, but but it's not. You know, it's not that clear in my mind. I'm saying I don't know him. It's not that clear. In my I didn't mind. ask if you knew him. I said, do you believe in him? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, believe in him. I, it's not. It's not totally clear in my mind. So I can't say no. I, you know, because I don't know for sure. If you believe or not? That's right. Oh, I see. Okay, so you yeah. say, I don't know. Right. Okay. I don't know. Thank you. Now I can move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my gun? <laughs> you want me to get one? <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that white people are smarter than black folks. <laughs> yes, Christine? I'm a yes. <laughs> I'm sorry? I'm a yes. <laughs> You're a yes. I believe in him. Absolutely. You do believe in yes, him. I right on. It, it See how time. easy that is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just it's pretty simple. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, that simple. <laughs> it's not a test, folks. This is like real church. This is the real deal. Uh you had your hand? Yes. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, to me, God, I mean Jesus, is a personal presence that shows me what is important in my life and what is unimportant. But most importantly, he shows, uh, it shows me what I'm can, able to do and able not to do. In other words, it shows me my limitations because that's the only way, uh, being aware of that, is the only way I can truly grow, uh, grow. Do you believe in him? I do. See that? See how easy it is? I do. Like at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Let me go real quick to this question, back to this question, then I'll move on. I want to try to show you who he really is. And hope, because once you really see who he is, it's going to change your life. It really will. Are you waving at me, or you, you want to say something? I want to say something about your question. Yes. What Jesus meant to me is that um, he's the perfect example of what uh, each and every one of us within the humanity ought to be. And what helped me in my life is to overcome, you know, uh, people who like falsely accuse me, my own hatred, my deal with my own with my own demons, just the same way as Jesus dealt with his own demons. Yeah. And during the forty days of fasting, which was really, really struck, really, I find it impacting. You believe in Jesus? Yes. Are you free? Working on it. Are you free? Here we go again. <laughs> no. You're not free. Um, but yet you believe in him. Yeah, I believe in him. Are you free, sir? No. No. Oh, okay. But yet you believe in him. I believe he can set me free. If, uh, but I don't know if I, uh, something in me just don't want to be free. Oh. It's, so it's possible to believe in him and not want to be free? Like a... Uh, like a smoke, uh, like a smoker fight, uh, fighting, fight, uh, fighting to quit. I may be fight, uh, fighting to be free. 
You guys should not have put this on my mind. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> right on. And, and most of everybody in this room said that you believe Jesus loves you, right? Yes. Right. And I'm not going to ask any of the people that work for me why they raise their hand. <laughs> because I don't want you guys. Yes, I am. I'm just joking. <laughs> Stephanie, why do you believe Jesus loves you? <laughs> because the Bible tells me so. Matt, you believe in Jesus? I don't think so, and I feel like super guilty for not believing. You feel guilty about it? Why? Well, feel like it's uh, your fault when you're raised in the church. You yeah. should believe. They put guilt on you, huh? Make you feel bad about it. Let the guilt go. They don't know what the world they're talking about. And whoever told you that, don't believe in Jesus either. Because the last thing he would want you to feel is that kind of guilt. So forgive those folks who have taught you in the wrong way. They know not what they do. So stop judging yourself about that and keep on sinning until you're tired of sinning or you die. Can you let it go? I can see it bothering you too. I don't know. So do you feel bad about it because you know you should be believing this way and yet you're sinning and so you're having conflict? I know that I sin. I know that I believe in right and wrong. I don't know... Um it seems arbitrary that if you just happen to believe in Jesus that you get to go to heaven. Right. Uh, my dad doesn't believe he could have cancer. I don't feel Jesus. I understand. The only reason that you're not feeling him is because you judge yourself. The church have taught you in a way that causes you to bring guilt upon yourself, condemnation on yourself. You got to let that go and just be yourself for now. Forgive them for teaching that to you. Really, God doesn't condemn you. Um, you got to you got to let that go, man. Just live your life. And then as you get older, you start searching for him and you shall find him and you shall be free. But you have to let all that teaching go. You should not be, you're too young to be carrying this guilt around. And the person who taught you that way, I bet you right now, they're out there sinning too. And there's nothing you can do about your dad's situation. He's going to have to seek for himself. Is it hard to forgive yourself? Stop condemning yourself? I guess so. I mean, it's a conflict between just sort of my emotions and then sort of my intellect. And yeah. I mean, believing in miracles and that Jesus rose from the dead is just kind of sometimes it's hard to do. And it's hard to be very confident. 
Like, there are things I believe in. Right. Like, in my education, like I study physics. I learn about some weird things, and I believe <coughs> in them. But I, I also learn about, like, cutting-edge physics, which I sort of believe in, and that could be proven wrong at any time. And sometimes I just feel like I can't be 100% sure about things. Yeah. And that's the way it is with, uh, with Jesus. And it's not... Expressing that doubt is not well-received. It's not well-received? Yeah, by, by people at church. Oh, at your, at, the, at your other church, if you said this, they wouldn't they want receive it well? Well, I'm afraid to talk to them about it. Yeah. Isn't that a shame? We've been set up to a point that we can't even admit out loud that we don't believe or that we have doubt. Or you will be condemned by some members of the church. That's evil. The church is the one place that you should be absolutely honest. Isn't that, isn't that true? Yes. I would advise you to stay away from that church. It's best to just go live your life than to keep going to a place that you're feeling more condemned by. You can't even be yourself. Um, I have a few, like, <coughs> lifetime, like, buddies there that I like to see. And, like, we hang out outside of church, but also at church. But you don't have to hang out with them at church. That's true. Yeah, just hang out at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be happier. <laughs> at least you won't be condemned at the bar. <laughs> Isn't that true? It's true. Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody know at the bar. But in all honesty, I recommend you stay away. Why go to a church where you can't even be honest and be yourself? All you're always doing is bringing more guilt upon yourself and pushing you further away from God rather than drawing you near to Him. To be fair, I haven't really tried being honest there. You say, because you say you're afraid. Yeah. So that's why you already know what could happen. But if I were you, I would give it a try. Go next Sunday and just blur it out. I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Sit in the back so you can run right out of the door. <laughs> Man, this time. But you got to let the guilt go. And I recommend that you stay away from that church. Or go there and be yourself, and if it doesn't work, you can walk away. Don't you feel better already? little. <laughs> Are you going to try it? Um, I'll probably go there less. Yeah. But it's nice to go there once in a while and just sort of see all these people I've sort of grown up with. And oh, okay. They do love me. And but then be yourself with them. Mm-hmm. You'll find out how much they love you. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. Be open if you don't believe, don't pretend that you believe. But you need to say it out loud so you can... You know, it's, I don't even really need to pretend because half the time, I mean, you listen to the sermon and then you just hang out and then no one talks about it. <laughs> At least not the people yeah. I'm around much. I understand. I mean, they're friendly, nice people. Yeah. And we eat together and we laugh um, and no one talks about it. 
And then, so it's easy. It's easy just to not forget. Have you ever asked, why don't you talk about it? No. Why not? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, you need to set the pace. You, maybe they are looking to someone to lead them in talking about it. Maybe you could be of service to them. If there's something you want to talk about, you bring it up and see what type of response you get. And they may be thinking, your friends may be feeling the same way you're feeling. Isn't that true? Might be. Yeah. I want to talk to you after the meeting for a few minutes, okay? Just for a few minutes. I, want, I got to move on a little bit because of time. I want to go back to this question real fast. You believe that Jesus loved you. And Stephanie, you said because the Bible says so. Where is that in the Bible? So what? I don't know. I just heard it. I don't know. I just heard it. And Pat, you say you believe Jesus loves you. Yeah. And, it, and why do you believe that? You better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, based, that, based on just reading the Bible, I couldn't conceive of him being someone who wouldn't love me. Based is on there actions. anywhere in the Bible where it says that he loved you? Yes. Yeah. That Jesus loved you? Jesus so loved the world that uh, God, God is God's son. Son. It didn't say Jesus so loved the world. Well, God, I mean, it said God, God so loved the world. Oh, that's true. So I didn't ask if God loved you, I asked if Jesus loved you. They're one of the same. Yeah. Oh. They're one of the same. That's how you see Jesus? Yeah. Okay. And so, is there anywhere in the Bible where it says Jesus loved you? That he died for our sins. <laughs> Is there anywhere in the Bible where it says Jesus loved you? Well, it says a man has no greater love than this that he laid down his life for his brother and then he goes and does that. So, is that Jesus love you? If, if that's how Jesus defines love and then his actions follow that. Okay. Um, now, are you guys like wondering about that now? No. You're not wondering if Jesus love you? I think it's in there somewhere in the Bible. I'm just not exactly sure where. Okay, we'll deal with that next Sunday. I want you to find in the Bible. It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Isn't that true? Yes. But we'll deal with that next Sunday. Well, it also says, there's talks about the disciple that Jesus loved and things like that. Right. And, I mean, there's all sorts of places where... Right, right. I'm totally loving right, this. And right, and, it's, and when, when he raised... Right, it's a different subject. When he raised Lazarus from the dead, de 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 it says that he loved Lazarus and he wept because Lazarus was dead. There's, okay. There's Wait, hold those thoughts for next Sunday. I don't want to deviate too much here. Right. I want to, it's Easter, but that is when, that is absolute food for thought. It could be a whole meeting by itself. Right? I want to um, talk about who Jesus is. The Bible says that, and I believe it, that Jesus is our brother. And that because of Jesus, the sacrifice, you know, God sent him so that we can be adopted into his family, into God's family. And so Jesus came so that we can be adopted because prior to that, we were owned by another family. We were owned by the prince of darkness. We were in his family. You do know that, right? Right. And, and so we had no relationship with God because we belonged to another family. And Christ sent, God, uh, God sent Christ 
so that we can be adopted. And as a, as a result of, of the sacrifice that was made and to bind us back, bind us back, we are now adopted into Christ's family, which is God's family. We became his brother. He became our brother. And so everything that, as a result of being put into this family, everything that Christ owned is because God gave it to him. And so everything, if we are in his family, everything God owned, we now get to because he is our brother. Christ has been made to be God in people's lives. And if you notice, when you speak about him, you don't really have a real relationship with him as a brother, brother, sister, brother would have because you see him differently than you see yourself. You see him as something else. You don't know that he is your relative. You know, if, you know, if Pat became my brother, he adopted me into his family. His parents are my head, not Pat. We just now belong to the same family, so everything Pat gets, I get it too, as a result of uh, him taking me in. That makes sense? And the Bible says that that's what Jesus is to us. God sent him so he could get us back, buy us back from hell. We had all sinned, you know, we all sinned and came short. And so he sent uh, Christ, our brother, uh, to, to, be, to make that sacrifice, to go in hell and buy us back because Christ was innocent. He had not committed any, any sin, so hell did not deserve to have him. But he had to go through all that so he could buy us back so we could be bought into Christ. So, I mean, into God again. So if you can see Christ as your brother and not some God you're trying to live up to, then you, you can believe the message. And once you believe his message, then you can believe back into the family. Because in reality, we are already adopted into the family, but you don't see that because you're looking at him in the wrong manner. And if you notice all the testimony about God, no brother relationship you're trying to reach his goal. You're not going to reach his goal. You just have to believe in him, believe his message, and he, it'll take you to the goal. And the goal is to be back with the Father. That make sense? Does that help a little bit? He's just your brother who made a sacrifice for you. He had all these kids that had no parents. And Christ thought, and God thought, wow, they need a parent. They need someone to love them. They, they're out there on their own in, in hell, suffering, so let me send my son so we can, we can adopt these children. That's what he is to us. That's all he is to us. Now, he was, he was wonderful. He was great. You know, it's a sacrifice he made, but he was sent to make that sacrifice. Christ didn't wake up one day and say, you know what, God, let me go down there and make a sacrifice for them. He loved us. God loved us enough to send his son, an innocent man who was not guilty, to buy us back and bring us into the family. That's all it is, folks. He's not like all the stuff you've learned about him. This is why God said, seek first the kingdom of God. He doesn't want you worried about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, what you're going to drink. He wants you to think on these things because when you find out that Christ is my brother and I am joint heirs with Christ and everything that he owned, I already own it too. You're not going to be fighting and worried about things that you already own. It's already yours. Is that clear a little bit? I want to read something to you that will help you, I hope. <coughs> but he's your brother. It's just that he was an innocent brother, and you were a guilty brother. Does that make it, does that the same rule as 
like the there's the chosen son, if you will. It's, it doesn't seem like it's that even, though. But he was only chosen because he had to be innocent. So he's purer than we are, though. So there's but once you're born, once you believe his message, and, and that spirit that dwells in him now dwells in you, it purifies, purifies you, too. And see, Satan took Christ in, and he wasn't supposed to do that because Christ had not sinned. But Christ had to be taken in so he could buy back the sinners. You know what I mean? That's what he was doing for the three days. Yes. He was not supposed to be down there, but Satan took him anyway. But Christ had to go down there so he could get us back. And so he's our brother. That's why when we believe in him and God, we become brothers and sisters. Because we're all now in the same family. But if you see Christ as you see God, you're never going to get there. But that, you know what? That's, that's what most of Christianity, modern day Christianity teaches. Yeah. What? Yes. That Jesus is God. Is God. I know, but we've been, we've been deceived all of our, most of our lives about who he is. And we have had, it's like we have had him in a position that you're taking him out of simplicity and you put him in a God position. So now you're trying to reach up to the God thing rather than believing the brother's message. That's why he said, don't worship me. It's not me, but it's the father that's in me. You know, I'm your brother. Amen. Yeah. This is the absolute, absolute truth. Yeah. You're saying this is, since I've been a child, I've had this understanding of this, you know, and it was, I said, and I, I pray. I want to pray to you, dear God. But wait a minute. I need to pray to Jesus. And it was a little bit of a confusion for a little bit. But I understood later on that absolutely there is no confusion that you are the family in God's family. There's a father and there is absolutely God the son. Yeah. This is just very simple and clear. He adopted us. He brought us into his family. That's what he did. That's all he did, folks. And it is already a reality, but because you've been so taught and dumbed down, you're just repeating what you've been taught. That's all I heard this morning. Except for the honest man, Wayne, and his daughter, and Superman. Uh, what's your name, Superman? Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to reveal your real identity, brother. <laughs> <laughs> now when I have you on the radio show and I say Superman is here, they don't know who you are. I don't give last names. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, Wayne. No, I just want to thank you for clearing that up for me. Because that's always been a fight. You know, people... You know, they want to pray to Jesus and pray to God. And I always believe there was just one God. Yeah. And that's who you should pray to. That's right. There's just one God. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I almost want to boo-hoo that have been so deceived. You have guilt for no reason. Because they have made it to be something that is not. You're trying to reach something that is just so right there. Well, what I've been presented is like at the beginning of John. And it says like, God was, the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the Word became flesh. Are you familiar with Right. I mean, isn't that Jesus? That's the truth in the flesh. Just like it's made a home in you too. He said one day it would be written upon our hearts. And he came as that. It's in us to know the truth already. It's already there. It's just that you're so confused by it, 
you're looking for something else when it's already there. It's already done. But you've been taught all this other stuff, and that's what's confusing you. It's written in our hearts, too. It's, it's in the book, but it's, uh, and the book tells us that it's in our heart. And that's what we should look for. Christ came as a fleshly man, a human man, but the truth was in his heart. And he was that example of that. I'm telling you, he's our brother. We, that's all he is to us. He, yeah, what he did was important. You understand that part, right? Yes. It was, he had to come and adopt us so we can be a part of God's life again. It, again, it's like me going and becoming past brother. He'd take me out of the ghetto. I now live in the suburb. He's my brother, but he ain't my God, you know? His folks would become my God. His dad, his mother, the authority figures over me. But I'm just his brother. I don't go there and wish a pat. He might like me too, but I won't. <laughs> so Wayne, you feel a sense of freedom already, huh? Yes. See how that is? The truth will make you free. You got to get over this mind thing that you have. That all religion, huh? All religion. That all religion. Dump religion. <laughs> it's a spirit. Yes, ma'am. See, I think I felt guilty similar to him that I didn't believe in Jesus because I didn't like the idea of worshiping him. Yeah. Like, what's your relationship with Jesus Christ? Like, why? There's God and there's him, and I don't think I should idolize him. Yeah. So I kind of just left it over to the side. But that makes much more sense because it, it is supposed to be that way. Yeah. It's just, it just think the man said, he said all through the Bible, if not me, why do you worship me? It's the Father that's in me. Uh, the, the same thing I do, greater worship you do. We are one in God. We are brothers. We are joint heirs together. You have been adopted. It's all in the Bible. But I don't hear anybody saying that or acting that way. Yes, sir. Well, I just want to say, yeah, brother, when you, if you think of a brother like you think of your brother, yes. that's not exactly the same thing because this is a pretty superior brother. He only, he, he, he's only superior in the sense that he came with a specific job, and that is to save us, to make a way for us to be born again. God sent him for that reason. But he's not superior to you if you believe in the same God that he believes in. You are one with him. But he wasn't born a descendant of Adam. He was superior. He was born from God directly. Right. So that does, it makes him a, a special brother. Right, he is special, special but not brother. superior to you. But not what? Superior to you. Well, I think I'm as superior. I know because you've been brainwashed. Well, he, he's he said to, I'm not. He has no sin. They said he was sinless. He right. He committed any sins. Right. He beat me. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> that's better than most people. <laughs> that's better than everybody. Right. But he made it possible so you can overcome sin and not sin too. Yes. So he I had to come that way. He, he wants to relate to you on that way. Yeah. It's yes. like moving in a nice home and the head of the household, the father and mother, want you to have everything that the other children have. Yes, but if, that, if, he, if I had a brother that had no sin, I'd be looking up to him sort of. You respect him. Yes. Right, but you wouldn't make him your God. That's right. He doesn't want you to make him your God. That's right. Because it's going to be difficult to get to the true God. That's right. He just wants you to believe in him that he is right. 
that he is telling the and truth. We're very fortunate to have a wonderful brother right. that could do that. It's like having a big brother in your household that you can respect. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. He wants you to keep it simple, not have this big thing going on that's bringing on kill and causing all the problem, problems and preventing you from, from uh, uh, getting to God. Superman, do you know how to read? Uh, do you read well? I can read. I can Come read and read that. something for me uh, then. But I don't have good a nearsighted vision. Don't say that as Superman. Uh, but you know, I got x-ray vision. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jesse, I wanted to say something. Sometimes it makes it clearer to understand what you're, what you're talking about. Something that somebody said to me, and I wanted to run it by you, is that if you look at people like mirrors, and they can reflect, they can reflect their father in heaven, or they can reflect the other guy in the red pajamas, you know. But Jesus was like a, a, a mirror that was that was created perfectly clean. Right. Everybody else had a spot on it, that original sin, this proclivity right. sin. But Jesus was, he was born as a perfectly clear mirror. Everybody's a mirror down here. No, you know, Jesus is not God, but he was the perfect reflection of him. But have you, you said earlier that you see people who reflect yes. Christ, right? Yes. So they become a mirror too. Absolutely. Because your brother adopted you into his family. Right. He came so you could be adopted. Right. God said to his brother, hey, Brian is having a tough time down there. He need a brand new family. Go and let him know that he could be a part of this family. And you, you take him at his word. You're now born into that family and life get better for you. Right. And the people say, wow, Superman changed. All of a sudden, you know, he has he has a brand new walk. Yeah, that's what that's all that it right. is. It's an important issue, but that's all that it is, though. People, you know, Jesus was saying, "Hey, don't worship me. I'm just a mirror." You know, you see a perfect reflection right. of God. But what do the people do? Worship Jesus. They're worshiping yeah. the mirror. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Pat, come and read something for me, please. <laughs> come on, here, boy. Yes. Yes. Um, this is going to be a lot of reading, so don't get mad at me. All right? This is going to be a... Make it real fast and short, John. You got the white man for you? What? You got the white man for you? What it means. It says in the Bible, Jesus was asked... He said... His answer was... I don't know exactly the question. His answer was... Before Adam was, I am. Uh, I'm sorry, before Abraham was, I am. Okay, we'll answer that what, next what, Sunday. What does, what does it mean? We're here before Abraham. He always been there. No time. But how could no he be time. there when he was my brother? Well, how could he be there he was, when he was there forever? They need, you know, in other words, you know what? I don't understand. Suffer until next Sunday. Okay. <laughs> uh, did you have your hand for a question or comment? No. Oh, okay. Pat, Patrick is going to read Galatians 4, 1 through, uh, 1 through 11 first. Right here. Start right here. All right? Wait a second, Ed. Well, if you don't get it, you can do it at home later. What, what I am saying is this, an error during the time while he is still under age is no different from a slave, even though he is the owner of all the property. He is under the control of guardians and administrators 
until the time fixed by his father. So too with us, as long as we still, we're still under age, we were enslaved to the elemental principles of this world. But when the completion of the time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, born a subject of the law, to redeem the subjects of the law, so that we could receive adoption as sons. So that quick point, because I, I have so much I want to read to you, we were adopted when he came as a human being so that he can adopt us back. And so he adopted us as sons and daughters of God. We became his brother. Go ahead, Pat. As you are sons, God has sent into our hearts the spirit of his son, crying, Abba, Father. And so you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir by God's own act. But formerly, when you did not know God, you were kept in slavery to things which are not really God's at all. Whereas now that you have come back to recognize God, or rather be recognized by God, how can you turn back again to these, those powerless and bankrupt elements whose slaves you now want to be all over again? You are keeping special days and months and seasons and years. I am beginning to be afraid that I may, after all, have wasted my efforts on you. What Galatians is saying that we have been, because Christ came, we have been adopted into the Christ of God, into the family of God. And so long, we are no longer slaves to the elements of the world. I love that word, elements of the world. And, uh, and, and the reason that people are still subject to the elements of the world, because you have not realized that Christ is your brother, he came and adopted you into his family, and that you're no longer subject to the elements of the world. Because you've been taught, how many of you ever thought, wow, I'm adopted into Christ's family? That haven't even occurred to you. But you have already been bought. You've already been adopted into a family that you, where you're no longer subject to the ghetto. So stop acting like ghetto people. <laughs> Isn't that true? You ever seen a person, you take them out of the ghetto and they still act like ghetto people? That's what Christians are acting like. Walking around judging their fellow man, angry, children out of wetlock, being poor, Everything's based on if you're black or white, male or female. You're acting like ghetto people all in the name of Jesus. You don't act like you've been adopted into a better family. You don't act like your brother came and, and provided a better place for you. Have you noticed that? Because you don't see him as your brother. You don't know that he just brought a, a message for you to go and live in a different family. Um, we only have one minute left. Oh, man. Um, he said, I urge you, brothers, be like me as I have become like you. You have never been unfair to me. This is a Galatian talking to the Christian. Oh, maybe that's not what I want. Oh, that's not what I want. I want, uh, I wish I had cut you guys off earlier. Oh, I just want to read this one line to you then, and we'll pick up on this next Sunday. How about that? Yes. You had enough to know that this guy is your brother, right? Right. Okay. Uh, when he talked about liberty and love, he said, after all, brothers, 
you were called to be free. Do not use your freedom as an open for self-indulgence, but be servants to one another in love. Since the whole law, since the whole, we're out of time? Oh, man. Goodbye. Man. For more information or to purchase a copy of this show, visit us on the web at www.bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND. You're